This is a preview of my Patreon podcast, House of Heretics. If you like what you hear, please become a monthly subscriber on Patreon, and you will unlock this episode and many more. There is a link in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening. I have hit record. How are you, Schnuckles? <laughs> I have my coffee in my hand and a cat on my chair, so everything seems to be in order. Everything is right with the world. Very good. And also, welcome to the people in the chat. I see we have some new faces here. Or not faces. One looks like a... No, that's a face, but it's like on, to... on, on a coffee mug. I see two eyes and a slash of a mouth in this av- mm-hmm. in this person's avatar. Um, it looks like a very worried cup of coffee, this, this person's avatar in the chat. So anyway, welcome. I'm glad you're all here. And this is House of Heretics, the podcast where Timothy and I drink coffee and talk about bullshit for your listening pleasure. And as always, I have to do a quick run-through of the patrons who have signed up over the past... 30 days and they are christopher amelia joshua luke patty jared marky moon jack amanda jessasaurus rex and amy thank you all so much you are you are my personal lords and saviors and i could not do this without you all right so um timothy you wrote a really interesting article that about the asbury the the asbury revival yeah he just posted it in the chat for for everyone listening um tell us about it oh my okay i went to asbury it was then college in asbury university i graduated in 1995 from there uh so that tells you a little bit about how old i am but um asbury is a um evangelical college it is a private institution it was started a long time ago i want to say 1880 was when it started and um it is associated with the united methodist church but not officially they it asbury is named after francis asbury who is one of the uh, uh one of the oh goodness he was a missionary to the united states from great britain and it was known as being a going on horseback through the communities to uh, preach the gospel, basically. Not to be confused with Francis Asbury. It's a different person. You can follow Mm. Francis Asbury on their OnlyFans. Oh, my. Anyway, go on. Probably also involves a horse, I bet. (laughs) But anyway, so in 1970, there was an unusual happening there. Um, we were required to go to a chapel. I mean, no, I wasn't there back then, but at Asbury, there is mandatory chapel attendance. It happens three times a week. When I was there, it was Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and it was at 10 p.m. And uh, the what they and one of these chapel services that happened in 1970 basically didn't stop. Uh, students stayed there. They stayed to pray, to worship. It got news headlines, and and then afterwards, it 
it was called a revival. And uh, for those not in the know, basically a revival means to bring people back to God after being spiritually dry, maybe one could say. But um, yeah. yeah, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, as they used to say when I mm -hmm. was still in kind of the charismatic Christian world. Exactly. And it had a profound effect on them. And they, at, at, many students actually left, went together to all these other different campuses to spread what had happened at Asbury and the revival sort of spread. So, so what happened? Was it like speaking in tongues? Was it nope. like was just, not. just emotional? Was, it, was mm -hmm. it like an emotional high that people were experiencing, like a collective emotional transcendent experience that people it, were having? Yeah, um, yeah, lots of prayer, lots of singing, lots of confession, trying to bring their lives back to God in such a way that they hadn't had before. And it had a very positive effect on the um, on the, the students there and a very lasting effect. Lots of books had been written about it. Well, every year after that, they would have what you would would call, um, oh goodness, revival meetings. And this is what I wrote about in my blog. Yes. And, and, uh, they all call them revivals. And so they would, uh, meet, it was like five days in the fall. And to me, what it seemed like is that they wanted to jumpstart this revival. And so, so this is after the initial Asbury revival happened, exactly. right? Exactly. So this exactly. is so this is after the that initial like really intense collective mm -hmm. religious experience. And I have been in situations like that, and it is sure. indeed very, you know, it, it can be really overwhelming and emotionally mm -hmm. intense, and so on. Mm -hmm. And um. So you are, but then it's like each year they tried to recreate the situation. That's, what, mm -hmm. That's exactly what it seemed like to me. And I'm looking at it also from hindsight here. When I wasn't, when I was there myself, I was naive. I was young to the Christian world. I wanted to really find myself and experience something supernatural, something powerful from God. And that was my honest gatherings there and uh this and just to gloss over the blog jump forward to this year last wednesday and don't get me started on dates because i'm not very good i'll receive that so that would have been the seventh i believe of yeah. february yeah, i think so um there was another chapel meeting at Asbury that didn't stop. And it's still going on right now. And with social media also involved, it has got garnered basically international perspectives like really? people. Yeah. 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 So from all over the world, people have been watching this and seeing what's going on there. And so my blog post was trying to say, what my own experience was with Asbury revivals and what is happening now com compared to that. And my conclusion basically is if this is of God, it's going to have, 
it's just like a wait and see type of thing. You're not going to know that anything has changed until um, after it happened. And me having been burned by the evangelical community <clears throat> and also by Asbury in many ways, uh, I'm very hesitant to, to say that this is that something profound is going to be changing here. Cause right now it just seems like one very long chapel service. And so I'm watching footage right now of this. So yep. you can watch it on TikTok. Yeah. You can watch it on YouTube. Yeah, no. So revivals are fascinating to me because mm -hmm. they, so, so, one of the things that I learned growing up in the charismatic world as a as a child in the charismatic world and as a Pentecostal kid, I wasn't technically Pentecostal, so not Pentecostal, but charismatic. Charismatic is adjacent to Pentecostal. They're slightly different. But so so that was speaking in tongues. I was being slain in the spirit. That was all of this, all of the weird, spooky christian southern stuff that you know like like that that they do in pentecostal churches here here in the south and um one of the things that i'm grateful to for those experiences is that it it showed me that altered states of consciousness are available to me so now as someone who does not believe in the supernatural i don't believe in the holy spirit i don't believe in god and in, in the way that you know, char the, the charismatic churches of my youth did. Um, one thing that it did teach me was that ecstatic alternate states of consciousness are available to me. And, and that, I think, is actually a positive lesson. That's a, that's a...